welcome to Tribe Sober's weekly Sober Short. Just a bite-sized piece of information to help you to stay on track. Here at Tribe Sober, we help you to quit the booze and then to go on and actually thrive in your alcohol-free life. So let's get to today's Sober Short. Hello, hello. This is Janet Goron from Tribe Sober and this is your last Sober Short in this particular series. And these Sober Shorts are taking you through our Tribe Sober Toolkits. And this toolkit is just one of the things that we share with you during our regular Zoom workshops. Just go to tribesober.com, hit our services if you want to know more about those workshops. You can do a group workshop or a private one-to-one workshop to suit your schedule and time zone. These workshops have been a game changer for many people. So if you want to kickstart your sober life, then sign up today. And during our first 14 Sober Shorts, we looked at the first 14 tools in our toolbox. And before we move on to the final tool, let's do a quick recap. So tool number one was get connected. Connection is the opposite of addiction. And if you're serious about getting sober, then you need to connect with others on the same path. So if you're not yet a member of our tribe, please check us out on tribesober.com. Just hit join our tribe to read about the benefits of membership. Tool number two was get moving. Now we all know that exercise is good for us and many people exercise daily, but they also drink daily, sometimes excessively. So ditch the drink and keep exercising and you'll be amazed by how much fitter you get. Tool number three was building emotional strength. All about learning to sit with our feelings instead of trying to chase them away with alcohol. Alcohol is just the easy button and it enables us to bypass difficult emotions. Whereas we have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable as Tribe Sober Coach Lynette always says. Tool number four was all about mindset. About changing your thinking about drinking. We talked about overturning those false beliefs that we pick up over the years. For example, we believe that we deserve a drink at the end of the day. And of course, we deserve to do something to wind down a little bit, but it doesn't have to be alcohol. So we talked about overturning those beliefs one by one. Do the work and you'll never see alcohol in the same way. And you'll never suffer from FOMO, which is the key to sustaining your sobriety. Tool number five was about visualization. And we talked about some powerful ways to use visualization. One of them was to play the movie forward. If you get the urge to drink, then just think it through. What will happen after that first glass? Do you really want to wake up at 3 a.m. full of anxiety and regret? Do you really want to keep going back to day one and doing the hardest bit again and again? Tool number six was all about information because information is power. It's hard to believe these days, but not that long ago, we had no idea that smoking was so bad for us. So even if you do decide to carry on drinking, then at least make sure it's an informed choice. The information is out there and just a quick Google search will connect you with scientific research proving that alcohol is linked to seven different types of cancer and more than 60 diseases. So that's a good place to start. 
and there are many quitlit books out there and of course podcasts. More than a hundred episodes of the Tribe Sober podcasts are available these days, all packed with advice, inspiration, and information. And if you'd like a quitlit reading list, email Janet at tribesober.com and I'll send you one right away. Tool number seven was be accountable. Now, when we embark on this journey, we need a community of people who actually care, people who have been exactly where we are now and can advise and encourage us, people who are thriving in their alcohol-free lives and can prove to us that, yes, it really is worth doing this thing. We need to be accountable. We need to know that we can share our ups and downs with other people who really get us. So if you're looking for a sober community to inspire you and keep you on track, just go to tribesober.com and hit join our tribe. Tool number eight was journaling. At our workshops, we advise people to buy a beautiful notebook that will become their sobriety journal throughout this life-changing journey. Sobriety is all about self-discovery and recording your thoughts, emotions, struggles and accomplishments can be so beneficial. Early sobriety is a very emotional time for most of us, and it really helps if we can process those emotions by writing them down. We can note our triggers as well as strategies for dealing with them. Journaling gives us perspective. Reading back on those early weeks of sobriety will remind us just how hard it was and make us realize that it's actually getting better and easier every day. To learn more about the magic of journaling, listen to Tribe Sober Podcast episode 98 to hear my interview with writer in recovery, Melinda Ferguson. That was released on the 26th of March, 2022. Tool number nine, get a project. It's very common for people to feel a bit flat once they've achieved those first few months of sobriety. And many people in Tribe Sober, including me, experience that flatness, that depression, that void, whatever you want to call it. And when people ask me what they should do about it, I used to tell them they'd just have to sit it out and it would pass. However, that advice changed after my podcast interview with Dr. Loretta Broining, who is the author of The Happy Brain. Do have a listen. It's episode 55 and was released on the 14th of August, 2021. Loretta explained to me that my brain was quite happy during those first few months as it had registered that it was working on a project, the project of sobriety. It had registered that was making progress. But after a few months, my subconscious was thinking, okay, so now we are sober. Now what? Well, here's the thing. As human beings, we need projects. Think back to those cavemen. They would wake up hungry and have to go and find some food. They'd have to go and find some wood to burn in a fire. And eating the food would give them a dopamine hit. But then they'd get hungry again and they'd have to go hunting. They were always on the go. So as you settle into your first few months of sobriety, start looking around for a project. You'll need a project to keep you on track and to keep those happy brain chemicals triggered. Tool number 10, be prepared. As with most things in life, preparation is crucial. So play the movie forward. If you're going out this evening, what are you going to drink? If it's a restaurant, then check out their drinks menu online and decide exactly what you will order. If you're going to a dinner party, then text your host in advance and take some alcohol-free bubbly with you. 
decide what you're going to say when people start to interrogate you. Why aren't you drinking? Well, you can keep it simple. I'm on meds, I'm driving, or my favorite is I'm on a health kick. No booze and no sugar for 66 days. If drinking at home was your problem, then give away your booze, or at least move it somewhere you can't see it. The garage is a good place. Make sure that your fridge is stocked with delicious alcohol-free choices. Tool number 11, track your progress. When a new member joins Tribe Sober, we send them an annual tracker. This helps to give perspective, to keep an eye on the big picture. Sure, there may be slip-ups on the way, but what matters is a feeling of progress. Are those sober stretches getting longer? If you'd like one of our annual trackers, then just email janet at tribesober.com and I'll send you one right away. And it's so important to celebrate milestones on this journey. The forever word is just too daunting when we're starting out. So we suggest 30 days, 60 days, 100 days as milestones, followed by six months and then moving on to annual. And the great thing about Tribe Sober is that many people stick around after getting sober. They want to help and inspire others. We've even got a chat room for people with more than six months of sobriety. Tool number 12, nurture yourself. When we decide to quit drinking, we're going against the flow. We're going against the flow and that takes confidence and courage. We need to nurture ourselves so that we can access those inner resources that we need to embrace an alcohol-free life. Many people, me included, discover that they're actually introverts at heart and not the party animal they always thought they were when they drank. Sobriety is a journey of discovery, so spend the extra time you've saved exploring. Tribe Sober members have free resources to sample like coaching, hypnotherapy, root cause therapy, as well as online yoga and art therapy. You need to spoil yourself. Think of your sobriety as a pregnancy. Nine months of doing exactly what feels right for you. Read books, be alone, go to bed early, have naps, light candles, eat chocolate, have hot baths, turn down social invitations even. The pregnancy analogy works so well because for most of us, nine months is long enough for our sobriety to be strong, strong enough to survive in the outside world. Tool number 13, know your triggers. Triggers are simply a response to an outside stimulus that results in an automatic action. We've trained our brains to drink and now we have to untrain them. Our brains need time to rewire. And let's remember that triggers won't last forever. Quitting is not about abstaining or about resisting. It's about building a new life when we won't even want to drink. But while we're adjusting, we'll need to learn how to deal with our triggers. A nice acronym to think about triggers is HALT. If you get triggered, ask yourself, am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Or am I tired? Of course, if you are one of those, then deal with that feeling directly. And although we will experience triggers, we don't have to act on them. We're not like a toddler having a tantrum in a supermarket because we can't have chocolate. We're grown-ups and we can deal with it. We need to pause and breathe when we get a trigger. Just be curious. Write about your triggers in your journal and develop strategies to deal with them.
Tool number 14 was do the work. At Tribe Sober, we've helped hundreds of people to quit drinking, and our observation is that it takes three to six months of hard work, and then it just gets easier and easier. That's where we differ from AA. We don't see it as a lifetime struggle. Doing the work at AA, of course, means going through the 12 steps. But at Tribe Sober, we believe that the work is different for everyone. It depends on various factors, including how dependent we've become. Doing the work means listening to all the podcasts and reading all the quicklets. Other people's stories and struggles remind us that we're not alone in this and that it is possible to make a change. Doing the work means trying out all of these tools that I've outlined in the Sober Shorts until you've created your very own Sober Toolkits. Even better, sign up for one of our workshops to learn more about changing your mindset about drinking and, of course, to meet others on the same path. And when we stop drinking, we've got time on our hands. We have to reconfigure our life so that it's a life we don't want to escape from. It's an ideal time to try different activities and to connect with other people on the same path. And that's why we offer our members opportunities to try coaching, hypnotherapy, art therapy, yoga, meditation, as well as providing nutritional and medical advice. So that brings me to today's tool, the very last tool, tool number 15. So tool number 15 is find your purpose. When we depend on alcohol, we get stuck. Our life just doesn't evolve. If you've seen that movie Groundhog Day, you'll know what I'm talking about. Remember that guy woke up and he repeated the same day over and over. And when I was drinking a lot, I was working hard and playing hard. I was in that place. Sure, I was making plenty of money for the shareholders of a massive corporate, but after a long day of doing that, I would come home and numb my brain with a bottle of alcohol. Then I would wake up the next day and do it all again, just like Groundhog Day. When I finally got sober and recovered my health, my energy, my creativity, most importantly, I recovered some time, time to think. Time to think more clearly about what I really wanted out of my life. Time to make the changes I needed and to create a life I no longer wanted to escape from. We see this all the time in our community. People get sober and then they start looking at other parts of their life. Are they eating healthily? Are they exercising enough? Are they in the right job? Are they happy in their friendships and their relationships? We call this the domino effect. And we've got a podcast on this subject, Tribe Sober Podcast, episode 52 from July 2021. Sobriety gives us mental space to reflect on what we really want out of our lives. Time to discover more meaning and purpose. This is one of my favorite quotes by Viktor Frankl. Life is not primarily a quest for pleasure, as Freud believed, nor is it a quest for power, as Adler taught, but a quest for meaning. The greatest task for any person is to find meaning in their life. So when we talk about sobriety as a life-changing journey, you can see we're not exaggerating. It really can be. It can give you space to find your purpose. So that's it for the Tribe Sober Toolkit. If you'd like more info on the toolkit, as well as the mindset changes you need to make, then please check out our Zoom workshops, tribesober.com 
our services. And that's the end of this Sober Short series. So I'll be back with our weekly podcast every Saturday. Thank you so much for listening. So that's your Sober Short for today. If you're looking for a small and friendly sober community to help you to escape the booze trap and boost your health and happiness, just go to tribesober.com and hit join our tribe.